healthcare system is broken, but it doesn't have to be. This is Revenue Cycle Optimized by Infinix Healthcare. We discuss the latest challenges in the revenue cycle space and provide actionable tips on how to overcome them at your organization. Hello there, Matt Rayner, publisher at Healthcare Innovation, and I'm thrilled to be joined alongside Akar Sethi, Senior Product Manager at Infinix. Of course, I have a number of questions to ask you. I hope that's okay. I'm really thrilled to be speaking with you today. Where I'd like to start is what kind of technologies should healthcare providers equip themselves with to better address RCM challenges? Hey, Matt. Pleasure being here. And I think before we get into the specific technologies, I think it's important to address the challenges that we're trying to solve in RCM. And to me, those challenges are typically segmented into four major pieces of challenges that we need to work at. So the first one is significant administrative costs that come from a bunch of manual complex tasks. Uh, the second one is staffing shortages that um, almost every provider is facing these days. The third one is denials due to inaccuracies in various RCM functions. And lastly, constantly changing payer guidelines that providers have to keep up with. Like I said before, a lot of these processes today are solved manually, whether prior authorization or insurance verification and benefits. Provider staff that could be focusing on patient care is spending hours on the phone talking to payers and just performing uh, administrative tasks. So that's where technology steps in and technology can help alleviate this burden by reducing that manual effort required and increasing accuracy. So typically the technologies that I like to look at that will help RCM providers includes automation first and foremost. So uh, whether that's direct pair automation or automation through robotic process automation, I think it's important to get into direct contact with payers through the electronic channel as opposed to picking up a phone and being on hold, trying to talk to them for 20, 30 minutes or hours, in fact. Um, there's two ways, again, you can integrate directly with payers that have that infrastructure established whether it's through a clearinghouse for insurance verification and benefits, or directly to payer benefit managers for electronic prior authorizations. If those don't exist, you can build bots that run against payer portals. That's what we call robotic process automation. I think the second piece of technology is artificial intelligence, and that is becoming extremely important you know, as we move forward. We actually at Infinix don't refer to AI as artificial intelligence. We call it augmented intelligence because in healthcare, I feel the aim of machine learning is to help bolster the knowledge of healthcare provider staff as opposed to replace it. So for example, applications of AI that Infinix uses include in prior authorizations, determining what requires prior authorization versus what doesn't require prior authorization, or predicting how long it will take for a payer to get back on a prior authorization request, which in turn helps optimize your scheduling process. And lastly, I think an elaborate comprehensive analytics is important for providers to actually know what's going on within your business, where the revenue leakage is so that you can identify them and then take actionable plans to solve them. Now, what are the frontiers of technology in RCM that you are most excited about? Yeah, you know, we spoke a lot about automation and AI, but there are some barriers in healthcare that really prevent automation from reaching its true potential. And that has to do with the nature of healthcare data itself. And what I'm talking about is clinical documentation. 
almost 80% of data in EMRs is unstructured. And uh, a lot of clinical data still is in physician notes forms, it's in documents. And naturally, you know, as part of prior authorization, when you're trying to submit or answer clinical questions to a payer, it's hard to automate those processes. Or whether it comes to medical coding, right? It's hard to automate that entire process because you're dealing with clinical documentations. And that's where this new piece of technology, clinical natural language processing, which is a segment of artificial intelligence that is becoming increasingly prevalent in healthcare, is what I am personally extremely excited about. So natural language processing helps extract text from documents and then actually learn and understand that text to then allow automation and AI to do its magic. And, and what can you tell us about the AUC mandate and how it affects providers' RCM functions? Right, so AUC as in the appropriate use criteria. So this was part of the PAMA, Protecting Access to Medicare Act, that was passed in 2014, which essentially instituted ordering providers to consult an electronic tool to check for medical guidelines uh, when recommending an advanced imaging procedure to a Medicare or Medicaid patient. And those medical guidelines that I was talking about are called AUC appropriate use criteria. They have to be referred through an electronic tool called a CDSM, a clinical decision support mechanism. And what the mandate says is that ordering providers at the point of consult when they see a Medicare patient and they want to recommend an advanced imaging procedure such as an MRI, CT, PET or nuclear medicine, they need to consult this software, the CDSM software, and then provide that proof of consult to the furnishing provider where the services are rendered. Once this furnishing provider has this proof of consult, they can then submit their claim and be reimbursed. If they don't have that proof of consult starting Jan 1st, 2023, they will not be reimbursed anymore. And then my final question, where are we with the implementation of the mandate and why do providers need to start addressing this now? Yeah, and I, I think I touched a little bit upon that in my previous answer. Where we are with the mandate right now is that the denial portion of the mandate, where if the mandate is not satisfied, if the consultation is not performed, the furnishing provider will actually get denied. That part of the mandate comes into effect Jan 1st, 2023, but providers start, need to start acting now. And the reason for that is there's several steps that they need to go through before this whole process comes to fruition for them. And it's a five or six, six step process. First one is understanding the mandate, getting to know each and every detail about how it will affect you. The second one is evaluating a CDSM vendor because unfortunately you cannot do this yourself. You have to work with a CMS qualified CDSM vendor. Um, you can check if your EMR comes equipped with a CDSM. If not, you will have to go out and search evaluate CDSM vendors and select one. The next process is implementing that CDSM. If you want them to integrate within your EMR so that it's a seamless experience for you, that takes some time. The next step would be just training and educating you know, all the relevant stakeholders, whether it's as a furnishing provider, it's your ordering physicians, it's your staff, it's just operationalizing this entire process. The next step is working with your billing system to make sure that the claim edits are in place. Uh, so that this new information about the proof of consult can be submitted to CMS, to Medicare Medicaid. And lastly, you know, test it, make sure everyone's comfortable with it, and then you'll be ready to go. Excellent. Akarsh, thank you. A big thank you to our friends at Infinix, uh, and a big thank you to you, our audience at Healthcare Innovation. Until next time, take care.
Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to get notified when our next episode is online. For more information for how we can help you increase reimbursements at your company, check out our website at infinix.com. That's I-N-F-I-N-X dot com.